Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, what's your drama? Welcome to What's Your Drama. I'm Sasha. I'm Lainey. How are you? I'm good. We're one day away from what? A drop by Taylor Swift. We do not know yet what that launch is going to look like, mm-hmm. but it's tomorrow. Friday. I, I know that. Well, do you? Have we ever talked about this? Like, I, for tomorrow, I only care about Avengers. Yes. Do you and care about Avengers? I only, don't ask me any sort of trivia or anything, but I would like to see it. I've seen all those movies. Okay. Okay. But if you ask me if it's like DC or Marvel, I'm going to guess it's Marvel, but I don't <laughs> yes. really know. Okay. <laughs> But you're going to see the movie? But I will see the movie, yes. Like when? In three weeks? Uh, when it comes out on to a television where I can sit on my couch and watch it. Oh, okay. I'm one of those so horrible people. like in six months. Correct. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think that, you know, it's amazing how things have changed us, I think, because I, you know, with surprise drops these days, mm. I'm not used to the long drawn out tease that right. she's been giving us. Yes. Like it's making me like… Which is weird because I don't feel that way with movie trailers, right? Or, or te- anything Beyonce does. You love a te- you love a tease that way, but she doesn't really tease. Mm. Like she's when, just quiet. Yeah, she's quiet, <laughs> yeah, and then it's true. like boom. Yeah. So I feel like maybe it's because we live and breathe Beyonce. That is our norm with respect to artists. Mm. So whatever Taylor's doing, I'm kind of like fucking get on with it. Just yeah. tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I I don't know that I I'm I don't know that I'm that curious. I'm not that curious either, and the only reason why I know about it is because I have to, like, write stories about it for work, but I'm yeah. very uninterested, and it makes me realize that I don't really know how many celebrities there are that are hawking shit that I'm actually interested in. Like, if, if in fact, like, I think on your site you were talking about it being a clothing or accessories line. I think it must be an accessories well, line. Well, I, I don't know. This I know you don't know. This is what her fans is, are saying. Like, yes. I'm just fucking repeating because her fans are the most in tune with her mm. and pick up on her clues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't pick up on the clues. Right. So I just don't think I'm going to care when she comes out with an accessories line or whatever she comes out with, unless it's music-ish, because I think her fucking style's whack. Anyway, but beyond that, I just don't know who's buying this stuff other than teens. Like, I know that you'll buy Beyonce merch, mm-hmm. but will you buy, like, like when I think about someone else that we both love, love Gabrielle Union, do you buy her clothing line? No. So why? Like, I'm just, I, I, I Rihanna, buy Rihanna. I'll buy, I'll buy Rihanna. Yes. So why do we trust those people, but not others? Well, I buy, listen, Rihanna is probably in a league of her Did own. Did you buy her lingerie? I didn't, I, but I don't wear lingerie. Okay, that's why I didn't But, care. you know, the, uh, the other things that she sells, like whatever, makeup. Yep. And I'm not even big on makeup, but I bought you Rihanna. Bought Beauty. I bought Rihanna lip color. Okay, yeah. Because lipstick is my thing. Yes. And her colors were really, really good. Mm. The thing is, is that I think Rihanna is in a class of her own, even independent of Beyonce. Like, there are certain things that obviously… Beyonce is in a class of her own. And I think what Rihanna has done with merchandising and branding is no other celebrity touches it. And it's because she's so personally involved. Like, Mm. 
Tutorial Tuesdays where yeah. she herself yes. is doing her own fucking makeup. Yeah. That's actually true. And I wonder if that's the reason why I don't ever buy anybody else's stuff is because I just don't know. Like if Jennifer Lopez comes out with her skincare line, which she was supposed to, unless I know, like unless I see her in a fucking lab coat, uh-huh. like, every, like and she's gone MIA because she's right. just in a fucking lab making her skincare right. line, fine. I might buy it. But other than that, I'm not, I, you're just slapping your name on something. And that's what I feel like a lot of these fucking celebrities do. They just slap their name on it. And um, I think that that is like people like Jessica Simpson gave that, gave that its reputation, right? Mm, yes. Which her business is like monster successful. It's I think billion dollar or mm-hmm. that was the thing. But yeah, she slapped her name on it. Whereas Rihanna, like when she does a product launch, she's out there in the crowd, like helping you do a touch up. Totally. And if you pop quizzed her and said, Name all the names of your eyeshadows. She'd tell you. you know them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you kind of want, right? Yeah. Well, you, if, you're, if they're invested, then I'll invest. Outside mm-hmm. of that, I won't. I don't know. Like, to be fair to Taylor Swift, she is pretty, like, her reputation. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. Her, like, her whole jam has always been that she is super involved with everything. Like, this is somebody who takes the time to, like, write back on social of media yeah, to yeah. her fans. So if it is an accessories line, then I'm sure she would know about it. But to your point about her style, like if the teasing is about accessories and clothing, it is so ugly. Those flower things. I know she's been wearing, I know everyone's like, oh, look what she's wearing, all these florals and pastels. Every outfit she's been wearing is like really heinous Laura Ashley bullshit. When I like how she looks, it's when she's been styled editorially by somebody else. Yeah. Like, she looks great in magazines. Yes. You know British Vogue, when Which Edward oh, Enenful yes. styled her? Yes. That was her she, best. So good, right? Yeah. When, so I don't know. I don't know that Taylor Swift has established a signature style where I'm going to be like, I can't wait to cop that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Outside, yes. Maybe it's music. I, I hope so for her sake. But maybe, you know what though? It, I think in a way though, if that really is the, the accessories line and there's like plastic hearts, hearts with tacky I shit pearls, I, it might be awesome just for us to like live that. I, and it, just for shits and giggles to yeah. own something like that? Yeah. Well, I can't help but think it is because of, yes, the weird heart things and then also the hands with all the rings. I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. It must be accessories. Okay. We'll probably be wrong on Friday. <laughs> all right. Let's get into some people's drama. Dear Sasha and Lainey, you can call me Mrs. L. I'm a 37-year-old married Filipino woman to my 35-year-old Norwegian-Brit-Irish husband. We've been together child-free for about 12 years and married for four years. He's the most caring and kind person I know. He works hard as a contractor for a family-owned home builder company. I had a 15-year career in corporate finance until I fell ill with fibromyalgia last October. I am a tenacious person. The disease is not considered a disability in Canada, so I have to still power through. My husband makes sure I am always taken care of, and I love him even more because of his dedication. He's my best friend. We have amazing sex. That's a great update. (laughs) We live in a small town in northern Ontario. I'm the first of my kind in these parts. It's a pretty close community, although I mostly stay indoors due to my illness. I work at home managing my new e-commerce startup business when I'm not ill, so part-time. I still like making money and using what's left of my brain. I was taking my self-imposed lunch break at home. I have zero appetite at this point. The only thing that gives me joy during eating is the internet. I ended up checking out these hookup sites people are using due to an article I read online. 
I checked out hookups in my area just out of curiosity. FYI, I was not of the hookup era. I wanted to see what type of people there are in my area, who they are, what they wanted, so I created my profile on snapsext.com. I love trying things out for shits and giggles. I'm a very naughty girl, and I thought I would do some online flirting. Hello, Mrs. L. When people call themselves naughty. Okay. Okay, I felt good. I felt good like I was a child again on a mission. I felt this crazy urge just to do something different. I was motivated to find out who these people were. I thought, it's safe. It's just online and I have self-control because I'm not my illness. So I created a profile, long curly hair, my less chubby body still with some clothes, my big pendulous C-cup breasts, face obscured, red lips, sexy, not trashy. I liked what I saw. I took the photos, posted. My first message was from a married 28-year-old in a town 20 minutes away. He was so fucking hot. His dick was top-notch perfect. (laughs) I just wanted him. I didn't think of anything except for what my body was feeling. My heart was racing. This is turning into a romance novel. This is exactly what you live for. Anyway, Mrs. L was feeling herself. And then she said, so she loves this feeling. Um, It was like a mini orgasm before an orgasm that this man wants me right now. And I wanted him as well. In 20 minutes, he's getting condoms. He has my address. It's 2.30 in the afternoon. So he comes over and he shows up in a red flannel shirt. He's a tradesman, I think. Now this is turned porn, like straight up (laughs) video. Like I can look this up on on you porn. He's dirty jeans and boots, and I did not really care at that point. I did not care who he was. I just brought him to my basement. I am fucking a hot, married, 28-year-old country boy, and he wants me because I'm different from a lot of people in this area, he said. He doesn't know about my illness. He just wants me now, and it's good. We did it three times, and I thought I died and went to heaven. So we ended it, and he wants to see me again. Last Saturday, we met for the second time in the trails near my home. I like the secrecy and adventure of it. Lainey and Sasha, here's my side. I think having sex with Country Boy is good for my health. I am kinder to my husband because of it. We were safe and discreet, and it's a mutually assured destruction because we are married and we like our regular lives. I don't know if she meant to say destruction. Distraction. I think she meant to say distraction. Mm -hmm. I feel good about my body and mind at the same time where I am with Country Boy. I still have sex with my husband and perform better, I think. He seems to be happy with me, but he has no clue. I don't mind if my husband sleeps with other women. I love our life together, but I need something else. Our small town is so small, and I'm known to be the only brown girl married to a white man. So I don't want any gossip, but I want some privacy from neighbors and freedom from my husband to avoid scrutiny. What should I do? I've spoken to my husband a while ago before my illness about experimenting sexually with other people. We did not speak about it again due to our hectic lives. Should I tell him I want an open marriage? Am I forcing that on him? He's done everything for me, and this seems like a huge betrayal, but I don't see myself growing old with anyone else. His whole family is supporting me during my bouts of chronic illness. I feel like the worst person in the world for wanting this. I really want it, and I'm determined to make it happen. (laughs) Any advice on how to approach this would be great. Sincerely, Mrs. L. Well, do you need a cigarette right now? I feel like this was like your dream question. <laughs> Let me just like take a hit of my vein. Totally. I think that's what needs to happen. We'll take a beat. Um, whoa, this is not where I thought this was going to go. Um, well, I think if you're going to have an open marriage, one needs to talk about the open marriage before making it an open marriage. Yeah. Um, that is super sketchy to me. And I appreciate that Mrs. L is like super honest with us and this is where where she's at in her life and she's feeling so good and 
She likes being this naughty girl. But um, this is going to get her in trouble if she doesn't um, press stop real mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> she needs to really chill for a second and um, evaluate what she's doing because there's going to be – she's already done a lot of damage to this marriage that she really, really loves so much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm scared. I'm a little bit scared. Yeah, I think for that, her. Look, I'm supportive of the – if you want, like, you want – you want what you want in the sense of, you know, you love and respect your husband, but you just want the physicality. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can keep doing it without him knowing. No. Yeah. No. Um, he needs to be part of this equation. And if you want an open marriage and you've talked to him about it before, yeah. he obviously wasn't like, no way. This is yeah. disgusting. This isn't the life we live. He was obviously maybe a little yeah. bit curious. So I think that while you've had some really hot fucking sex with the country boy, you need to stop that. And then you need to refocus on your marriage. Well, you don't have, have to like stop it forever. No, no. I'm saying stop currently. Yeah. yeah. So pause. Hit pause. Hit pause. And tonight, talk to your man, your husband. Your husband, not country About boy. your openness. And encourage him to open up his account on whatever the fuck. And maybe you can, like, make a game of it and find a partner for him. You seem to, like, nail that down real quick. So you are experienced now. Open an account for him. And then, you know, then you have your account and keep doing your thing. Okay, but we can't be – we can't gloss over the fact that she has cheated on her husband three times already. Twice in their basement, one in a trail? Yeah. You know, so does she come clean? Oh, you're, I knew you were going to say that. No. Listen, the thing is, is that sometimes, and many people have said this before me, right? Coming clean and unburdening yourself is also, in a way, inflicting hurt. Yeah. Right? Like, I know what you're saying is you're saying be honest because that's the best way to be a person. And it's being honorable. But before you get to that, like, when that person finds out, all they see is red and hurt. Like, they're not saying, you are an honorable person. Right. Thank you for respecting (laughs) me by telling me the truth now. Right? Like, you're you're hurting them. So, like, there are a lot of times where people want to come clean because they're unburdening themselves. And that's, there have been people who've said, who've been on the receiving end of that being like, Fuck, I didn't need that. No, yeah, but people say that when there's been like a kiss or there's been like a flirty text, people don't typically say that when they've fucking done the deed with another person multiple times. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> like this is complicated. I don't this think there's like one right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I it depends. Like I don't know how the husband is going to react, and I don't I don't know what essentially the goal is here because here's the thing: she her body gives her pain. Which is now she's had some relief. Mm-hmm. You come clean and he doesn't take it well. Everybody's in pain emotionally. Then you have to work to get through that betrayal, right? Mm-hmm. You can't go fucking on the side or you can't like rush his recovery. If the husband gets mad, it can't be like, oh, are you still mad? Because like, when can we get to part two? I only told you so I could get to part two of having an open marriage. You see what I mean? I know like, what, you mean. what is the as a business plan, see it as a business plan. What's the business plan here? What's her end goal? Her end goal is to fuck her husband and a bunch of other people. Right. 
But, I, you know, the thing is, I'm a little bit confused. And listen, I don't know much about the illness. I do know, yes, that Lady Gaga had it, and it does cause a lot of pain. I, I don't understand how having sex with this country boy has taken away the, the physical illness. I'm a little bit confused by that, right? She's like, I've been fucking this dude, and I feel fucking great. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a cure. Oh, I think that, like, those kinds of sexual experiences, any kind of euphoria in, in your body is connected to, for sure. Okay, yes. But like if we're talking so chronic, so much pain that she has had to stop working in the financial uh, industry, mm-hmm. has had to work from home, can't really get out of bed. I just didn't know a deep dick could do so much, uh, so much positive stuff. My, my point being, are we sure that this isn't just for some shits and giggles right now and it may, that euphoria will have a, a long-lasting effect. I'm thinking that this is just like a sliver in time. Yeah. And that when she checks herself for a hot second, she'll realize that this is not exactly the way to go. That's a good point. The other good point is like, listen, if you just want a deep dicking, why are you going back to the same dick? Like, don't you want some variety? Right. But all of this, <laughs> yes. So I'm this- a little bit concerned about the attachment she's forming to plaid shirt. Country dude. Yeah. Country, oh, country boy. Right. Country boy. <laughs> I don't know. My my gut here is you've done something. I'm, I'm very sad for Mrs. L that she's been in so much pain. I mean, God, that fucking breaks my heart. But I can't pretend that just because she has a chronic illness, she's allowed to fucking cheat on her husband, lie to her husband, and disrespect the relationship. That's not cool with me. So for me, I say um, – congrats that you found a cure, that country dick has made you feel better, but you need to come clean. You need to talk to your husband. I would give this advice to anybody who was cheating on their partner. You have to tell them. Or stop. Or stop, both ideally, until, oh, you, but until you've reached that, that point in your, your relationship with your husband that you've decided that you both want an open relationship. You can't fucking willy-nilly an open relationship without the other person being down with it too. No. So- I appreciate your honesty. Thank you yeah. for telling us this, but you have done some shady shit and you need to fucking come clean. Also, yeah. Also, you're going to get caught soon. Of course she is. She's in a fucking small town <laughs> fucking in trails. Yeah. So I Someone feel like, is gonna you know, be like, oh, I, I, hey. I just want you to d- handle this because you're going to get caught soon. Like if you're in a small town and he's coming over and like, this is so cliche, but this is how it happens. And a car park, like, a car is parked outside your house. Like, yeah, you're going to get caught soon. So do something about it. At least you can control it. But you have a couple of options here. You can do what Sasha says and come clean with everything. Or you can be like, you know, make this shady lady and just (laughs) listen, you know, your husband though, and you know how the reaction is going to be and the pain management there and pain in so many different ways. Right. Mm. Like I just write to me, I'm not trying to be shady. I'm trying to mitigate pain for everybody. But inevitably, the pain is going to be transferred to her husband. He's going to find out that she's on this sextext.com or whatever. <laughs> Something's going to happen. And then the transfer of pain is still there. Yeah. I, however, you can mitigate pain by handling it and not getting caught. That's, like, the, one, that's the way you're going. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. That's not very useful for me, but this is so complicated. And uh, unless like I… I feel like we need to know how husband's going to handle it. But Sash, you, you're, it's, it's not complicated. It's a full on textbook. I'm cheating on my partner. What should I do? You tell them. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Next, please. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, Sash and Lainey. I have a Game of Thrones dilemma. Oh, no, Sash. You don't even watch it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I have a good friend, N. We were family friends and neighbors growing up and in some ways are closer to being family than friends. She's gone through a hard time in the last few years and in our friend group is known to be very sensitive and prone to crime. Yeah, the friend N. Okay. We find ourselves tiptoeing so as not to hurt her feelings. Anyway, to the Game of Thrones dilemma, my husband and I are diehard fans and have been watching since season one and have even read some of the books. We listen to podcasts and read articles between episodes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Another friend in our group, V, is also a Game of Thrones fan. V bumps heads with N. They sort of compete in the group and don't 100% get along. N has never watched or been interested in Game of Thrones, but last week suddenly announced that she has skimmed through Game of Thrones and fast-forwarded through some disturbing parts and is now caught up. I'm almost certain she's lying. There's no way she watched 67 episodes. And furthermore, you can't skim through Game of Thrones. You can't. For the premiere, N invited us over to watch, which we declined because we have kids and our TV is better. And frankly, I don't want to watch with a Fairweather fan. And V ended up coming over to watch with us. We had fun watching with V and my husband invited her over again for dinner and Game of Thrones again this week. It may become a thing. My question is, is this mean of me? N doesn't know V came over, but I think her feelings would be hurt if she knew. So we haven't mentioned it. I feel, I feel guilty because I don't want to watch it with her. Should I just invite her already? Am I being a bitch? I should also mention I'm a bit irritated with N at the moment for unrelated reasons. Am I lashing out at her by watching with her frenemy V? Overthinking this. S. Uh, yeah, you're being a mean girl. You're being a total you're mean You're being girl. a fucking mean girl. <laughs> and read the very last line to prove that you are being a mean girl. Yeah. Which is, lady, read that last line so it really gets hammered home. Am I being a bitch? I should also mention I'm a bit irritated with N at the moment for unrelated reasons. Am I lashing out at her by watching yes. with her frenemy V? Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, I know that people take Game of Thrones or any sort of must-watch television very seriously. I do. I love yeah. it. And I don't like people fucking – like, if I'm in a movie theater and somebody is talking – like, I have a friend who's talking to me – I fucking want to murder them. I mm-hmm. hate talkers when I'm trying to watch shit. Right. But I would never take it so seriously yeah. than to not invite somebody over. Listen, I take Avengers seriously. I take a lot of things seriously, meaning I love it. Yeah. And there are certain rules, right? Like, I don't want spoilers. Of and um, I like talking about it with people. See, but you're a talker. But yeah. During too, aren't you? During? Fuck no. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. I don't even like watching Game of Thrones with yes. other people. Okay, yeah. He doesn't watch it, but I like a Game of Thrones viewing party would be the worst thing. Right. I like being yes. alone. Yes. I like, Me too. you know, I like watching. I give too. him the warning half an hour before the show starts. I say to Yasik, don't talk to me. Leave me alone. <laughs> Right. You will lose something right. if you dare interrupt me. So yeah. I take it seriously. I don't talk during, but mm. I like talking after. Yes. I like reading the articles too. I like writing my own articles about it. I like, you know, going online and reading theories. So I'm that person too. Mm-hmm. That said, like, I don't demand that people who enjoy Game of Thrones 
enjoy it exactly the, the way level. I watch yeah. it. And S, you don't get to say that you don't take someone seriously because they don't take it seriously enough, enough. Yeah. when they're trying to be part of this moment. Yeah. Like, uh, I think that if if this was the case, then no one should be allowed on your terms to have, like, caught up just in time to get to this final season. Are you saying that, like, the only people welcome to the final season of Game of Thrones are the people who put in their time from game, like, from one. episode yeah. one, like you? I don't, to me, that's just not, uh, it's just not the way to, like, dictate rules around art. I agree. I agree. It's a little bit like, uh, yeah, it's a little bit too totalitarian. What is the word? Totalitarian. Yeah. yeah. Um, Like, oh, who's to say that this friend isn't a fan just because she like skimmed through some shit or just like jumped the things that were disturbing? Like, she's still in it. She still wants to be part of it. And to not let someone be a part of something to me is just like mean. (laughs) Well, it's also, you know, the fair weather fan thing, like, I don't believe that you can skim through Game of Thrones. Listen. Shit, nobody, from what I know, no one understands the fucking uh, series anyway. I, 30% (laughs) of it. I, listen, I think that a lot of us who are super into it have Mm -hmm. watched it so many times and read so much that yes, we pretty much understand. But at the same time, many people were like posting and having like suggesting like shortcuts prior to the premiere of this season Mm. for for people who weren't involved before to get caught up, like a Coles notes. And that's fair. You don't want H, you don't think HBO wanted as many people as possible tuning in. Like (laughs) the show wants more eyeballs to be appreciated. Like if you love something, why wouldn't you want other people to appreciate it? I I just think that this is like, this is so, yes, it's mean girly and fine. Like you can invite whoever you want to your home. I get that. You don't have to invite N, but your qualifications of whether or not she belongs in your little club are gross. Oh, yes. Let's leave it like that. But also, if you're going to invite V, then you better invite N. Don't be a dick. Well, whatever. I mean… Either way, I kind of don't care. <laughs> I At this point, I don't want her to invite N because now I'm scared, like… Anne's going to come over and she and V are going to like pop quiz her. Like, well, what happened in episode nine of season whatever? You don't know? How could you not know that? How are you a real fan? Because uh, she's already skeptical that, you know, it's not possible for you to skim. So I don't want that mean shit continuing. Yes, I th- Listen, sorry to dump on you, but clearly you have some self-awareness because you're writing to us. Mm. So hopefully this is the response you were looking for <laughs> that we're telling you to yeah. like back it up, back at the fuck up. Yeah. But what maybe I would rather you write us back and give us your underlying reason for being exactly. mad at N. Yeah. Because this isn't cutting it. Yeah. Well, that's it. The deeper issue here is yeah. you're, you're being spiteful. So figure out why you're irritated with N mm-hmm. and resolve that before you, you know, you start to like pretend that it's another reason, i.e. Game of Thrones, which is not the excuse here. <laughs> it's very random. Yeah. Because her Game of Thrones skills are lacking. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. Thank you for answering this question in advance. You're welcome. I married my husband five years ago. I love him to death, and there's nothing that will ever change that. We were both 30 when we got married, and when it was time to talk about taking his last name, I really didn't think much about it. It was what women do did, so I had no qualms. As I said, I love him. I'm devoted to him, so why not? Well, I'm sure you can guess where I'm going with this, because lately I've been really wanting to change my last name back to my maiden name. 
I'm a strong, career-focused woman, so why am I not owning myself, name and all? Sasha Laney, how do I even start to approach this with my husband without hurting him or insulting him? Help, Victoria. Oh, yeah. What's the refund policy on a last name? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, can I just ask you, did you ever debate taking Yasix? No, P.S. I don't even know how to pronounce Yasix. <laughs> like, I avoid it at all costs. Yeah. What is it? Um, well, do you want, like, the way I pronounce it or the, like, me doing the way a Polish the, accent way? The way that you would pronounce Well, both, I guess, at this point. <laughs> the way I pronounce it is Shenovich. Shenovich. Okay. Yeah. And how is it in Polish? Shenovich. Okay. Okay, well, there. We've done it. <laughs> I feel like I've accomplished now. Okay, but you never, you never thought about taking his no. last name. Okay. Was there ever a discussion? Because he, you're, aren't you kind of old, I think, yes, it's old school, kind of traditional in a way. Well, but the thing is, there's two old schools. Like, if we want to go true. old yeah. versus old, Chinese culture is super old. Mm. And in Chinese culture, as you know, we don't, women don't take the name. Correct. So. Um, but my mom took my dad's last name. But just saying, like, I mean, yeah. uh, it was a thing. Like, it's not that I didn't grow up around people, yeah. uh, around women taking men's last names traditionally. Right. Um, I don't know. I wish we almost had Duanna here because I feel like she would lay down the law on, like, what names and maiden names mean and, and all that sort of stuff. I, I kind of am torn. Sometimes I'm of the mindset, like, a name's just a name. Who cares? Mm -hmm. It doesn't really make a relationship, right? Like, by her taking her husband's last name five years ago, it wasn't like it made their relationship stronger. She just gets to sign a check here and there with that last name. But then the flip side of it is, like, I love my last name. I didn't debate taking Corey's for one second because, like, that's me. Mm -hmm. It has, like, heritage and lineage yeah. and, and all of those things. So I understand why our writer wants to make the switch back. Like, it, it means something to people. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, I guess my other point is like, it's also like, for some people, not a big deal. <laughs> but for but for all purposes for right now, obviously, it's a big deal. She wants to change it back. And I think she has the right to do that. Yeah. And I think what you have to do is make your husband feel secure about that name change because, of course, he's probably going to be slightly insulted. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I would just probably really just try to drill home the point that, A… This doesn't mean anything. It's not like you're looking to fucking hook up with someone. It's not like for, for, for like putting on Facebook that you're single and don't have a last name. It's none of that for you, for your career, for the way that it makes you feel. You want your maiden name back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like pull on those heartstrings a little bit and has nothing to do with what is in the relationship or the strength of it. I just want to say too that, you know what I appreciate about this note is she's not asking us if if she should change her name back. She's already decided. Mm. She's like, how do I approach this with my husband? Yeah. Like, that's the piece of advice she's asking. That's a good point. Which I think that it, I just want to like, like, I just want to flip that back at you, Victoria, because you're sure, you're mm -hmm. very certain, it is very clear in your note um, that your decision has been made. So I don't say, I don't want to say congratulations. I want to say like, this is, I feel like this is the easy part. Mm. The decision is the hard part. Yeah. The easy part is communicating your decision. Which can sometimes be hard for people because you don't want to hurt yeah. feelings. I, I feel like you frame it in – I feel like you frame it in a bigger picture of identity while you're in a relationship. Like you aren't the same person on the first day that you're married as you are on the 1,000th day 
sure. that you're married, right? Mm-hmm. You go through things, you experience things, you have setbacks, you have wins. And ultimately all those, all those little steps tr- transform you along the way. And yeah. the goal, the difficulty of marriage is changing together at the same time. Totally. Or at least if, if you're not changing together, then you're accepting the changes in the other person and working together to make to be compatible mm-hmm. as you evolve. Yeah. And so I would just position it like that. Like, here's who I was five years ago. I love you five years ago. That hasn't changed. I still love you now. But in the last five years, here are how, here's how my thoughts have changed yeah. and the things that I want have changed. And I feel like if you speak about it in terms of identity and growing together yeah. – and learning how to adjust to each other in that marriage, I don't know that it's hurtful. Yeah. It means that both of you are just kind of… Growing, evolving. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what everybody wants out of a relationship anyway, right? And if you guys have this strong relationship, to communicate those feelings are more important than the change of the name, right? Yeah. Like the fact that you guys can communicate that way and and if he can accept that, which I'm figuring he will. I don't think you married like a total fucking, you know… I don't know, controlling dude, yeah. <laughs> that he'll probably be okay with it. But I would prepare yourself for probably like a little bit of like, uh, like he might feel a little bit of like yeah, pain of or course, insecurity from it. But um, yeah, as Lainey said that I think, yeah, the hard part is realizing what you want yeah. and now just get it. Yeah. Um, but I, I and, and maybe there is some like, Maybe you can be like, okay, well, I'm going to switch my name. But if we do have kids, if that's something you want to do, mm-hmm. then of course they'll take your last name. Something like that so that he doesn't feel like you're like, bye, I'm just now right. going to be this like autonomous human being without you, right? Like you want to still make him feel secure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's the, all that kind of massaging. But in that, it's about like your joint identities and your independent identities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like clearly this means something, so, like it means so much to her that she's like it's about her identity. So if she if it doesn't happen for her, like it has serious ramifications yeah. for the marriage itself. Totally. And I can't imagine him not wanting you to feel full in your identity. Yeah. And I think if you play that card, yeah, then you'll be fine. Do you think this is kind of like me being obsessed with like plastic surgery right now? How does this have anything to do with <laughs> like plastic surgery? Like if I surgery? get a new face, is that are you going to still be Lainey if you get a new face? Yes. Are you getting a new face? You've no. been kind of, nope, nope, nope. You've been sort of dropping these hints like we went out on Thursday and you said, it's going to be a slippery slope. Well, I told you, I think people know my obsession with cool, cool sculpting, sculpting, which yes. is going to happen. It's happening. Like I'm trying to put it out there. It needs to happen for me. I feel like it's going to. Right. And then I feel like n- after cool sculpting, I might be like, hey, hey, what else can I do? Well, you, keep, you keep on talking about getting your eyelids lifted. Yeah. They're starting to droop. They are not starting to droop. They are. They're, it's not your face, so you're not okay. like, the one. Okay, fine, yeah. fine, fine. And then after I get my eyelids done, then I'm... <laughs> <laughs> what's, ha- what's next? What's after well, the eyelids? Really, it's just my eyelids. Okay. I'm pretty happy with everything else. However, maybe that means I should... Is this imminent? S- like, how do I... When do I need to be like, oh, this is lady new you know, face and we, body? Listen, we know people who've been doing Botox since they were 22 years old as preventative, and yes. it's amazing. It looks so good, and it doesn't look... The Hollywood celebrities have given Botox a bad name because tons of regular people have done their research, and it looks so good. I'm just haunted by how bad it looks on some people, though. 
I need people to be more open mm-hmm. about where they get their fucking work done. Yes. I think that… Like, why can't Charlize Theron just be like, yeah. hey, oh, hey, And Demi Moore. Number. Yeah. Demi just Moore looks amazing. Look at Demi Moore, right? Demi Moore looks amazing. But then when you look if at If I someone, said to you, I'm going to Demi Moore's doctor, you'd be like, oh, Lainey, go. And no, I would say plus one. Can I come? <laughs> yes. But then you see someone like Courtney Cox who would also have the intel. She's friends yeah. with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And she fucking botched her fucking face up. So I need people to be more transparent because I yeah. have been thinking… See, I hate this about you because you've been talking about this for weeks now, uh-huh. actually months. And yeah. now I'm like, now every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, do I need an eyelid lift? And now I'm starting to think, do I need to go and like at least just get a consultation? You're curious. Well, I'm curious. Because I just, but you know what? I'm curious because I want to go in and then be like, you're perfect. Go away. <laughs> but I'm curious now. Well, listen, as you said, I want more people to talk about it mm-hmm. and give us their but secrets. But you know where you're going. No, I don't. I'm doing the research right now. Okay. Will you… Like, I have a million questions already. I like, just feel like you're so freaky that I can't imagine you going, um, is the eyelid surgery under the knife? I don't know. I need to start doing my research. Oh, okay. So this is not going to fucking happen next week. You know me. When I do something, I go, like, I see a side of the shit I know. It, so… Which is why I've been putting it out there so that people can tell me their stories and then I can build my question list and I can go in there and interrogate multiple people and figure it out. Okay. This is the thing. I don't rush this shit. I know you don't. But yeah. you've been talking about it a lot. Like you're preparing me for yeah. the new day that you come back and you are no longer Tr- No, trust me. I will be interrogating many people first. And okay. I'll be asking the tough questions. Like I actually want to talk to doctors and be like, do you take responsibility for the way some people look? Some people look great. Yes. Those people should be coming forward. And then the people who look the way they do <laughs> should also be coming forward and talking about what they should have done. Yes. Yes. Right? Because I do think that it's gotten a bad name because of bad work. But there's so much good. Yeah. There's so much good out there. Well, now after this podcast turns off, we're going to have to go over who you think is good and who is bad. Okay, fine. (laughs) And on that note, uh, keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LeanyGossip.com. And subscribe to us where you get your podcasts, leave comments, leave reviews, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.